Yeah. Um, I think something people, you know, kind of know, but don't, you know, necessarily think about all the time. Um, you, it's like, you understand that the health of the mother is connected to the health of the baby, right? And um, you've got your genes, sure, but then you've got your, like, your health status and how you treat your body. Like you can have whatever identical twins and one of them treats their body well and one of them treats their body poorly and you're going to have different life health outcomes. That's called um, epigenetics, the how the environmental conditions ex, you know affect your genetic expression. And um, the reality is that a lot of us have um, ourselves and our parents and depending on how old we are, our grandparents as well, who ate a lot of things that never existed before the 1940s and 50s, right? There's a lot of products that are called food that are nutritionally very different from what humans have been eating for millennia. And in many cases are imbalanced or deficient. And so if you have a lifestyle where for decades you eat food that's not particularly good, and then you have a baby that goes on eating food that's not particularly good, maybe some good food, but a lot of processed junk, I would call it not food, I'd call it junk. Um, you know, three generations into that process, and they've done this with chickens and pigs and rats and all kinds of animals, right? They did this, they definitely did this work in the university research in the 50s. Like, take your take your rabbits and feed them poorly for three generations and <laughs> see what happens. And then feed them well for three generations and see what happens, you know? You can wear out the DNA in a couple generations where you basically have high levels of chronic disease, um, uh, epidemic levels. We talk with chronic disease or diseases not not cured, but diseases that are managed. Like diabetes is managed, osteoporosis is managed, cancer is managed, heart disease is managed. Um, in the Western conventional medical system, the AMA model right now, <clears throat> these diseases of, of you know Western society are um, are incurable. And they're increasing at you know epidemic levels, and it sure looks like there's a nice connection there <laughs> between what we've been eating for the past couple generations and and how much we're falling apart. So you got some weight there, right? Like you can't affect now what your mother ate when she was twelve. It's too late. Um, but understand that you may have a weaker system than your grandmother had because of what's been consumed in the past couple of generations and not to mention the other environmental pollutants, toxins and, and Wi-Fi and, you know, psychic stress and who knows what all, depending on where you come from. But, um, you know, these are real things. And, and the point is that if you can break something, you can fix it. You know, if you can wear out the land, you can revitalize the land. If you can wear out your DNA, you can revitalize your DNA. Um, and you know, it, so that's basically what it comes down to is I've, I've been saying this for years, like bring on the cataclysm, bring on the collapse, because <clears throat> as I understand the way humans work in like 
masses and unconsciously, like if there's a threat that's a ways away, we'll be like, oh, there's a threat over there, but we'll keep, you know, fighting and laughing and, you know, <laughs> dancing and whatever else we're doing over here. And like when it gets close, like, oh, it's getting close. And then it's like, oh, it's right there. And we all figure out what to do about it. The fight or flight, like we're really good when there's a problem immediately. And, um, you know, the climate, you could argue, is becoming a problem that's fairly immediate, um, but that's kind of big. I think in a lot of people's cases, there is a really visceral issue right now, which is their level of health. And, or maybe they've got children, or perhaps, you know, siblings or, or a spouse or, you know, people they love and care for who are not doing well. And they may feel um, at a loss. Um, I, you know, what particularly bothers me is when children and, and, and people that are in their teens and in their 20s are, are coming down with fairly life-threatening illnesses um, and they haven't really ever had a chance to figure it out, right? I mean, they got fed what they got fed and because they're three generations in and they've got IBS or they've got some kind of cancer or major hormonal imbalance, which is connecting to psychological, you know, issues. Um, <clears throat> I mean, you want to talk about child abuse, um, you know, feeding kids junk, it's right up there. <laughs> I mean, you will kill your children by feeding them junk at this point in time because you're so weak, because your parents were weak, because most of us have been eating the products of this industrial um, supply chain. I don't really call it food. So, you know, let's just name that. Let's just accept that. Let's acknowledge that and say, and we have the power to turn this around. We can change it. We can, if you can, yeah, I think if you can, if you can break it, you can fix it. Um, and, and we've got life on our side. Nature is really powerful. Nature is really powerful and she'll take you out if you just fall below a certain level of vitality and that's just called life. But if you can build your vitality back up and, you know, understanding, you know, that through good food, you know, um, you can revitalize um, and also simultaneously help the ecosystem revitalize. I just think that's a really powerful, powerful story. And, I know some people are just like giving up and like, well, I'll trust the doctors and, you know, you got to die sometime. But um, for those of us who don't want to, for those who want um, more out of life and, and still have a little bit of spit and vinegar in them, <laughs> I think this is a really important, a really important conversation. And, and the problem is if you want to turn around and start healing yourself and most of the food out there is relatively devoid of nutrition, it's really hard. So being able to figure out where the good stuff is, is key, right? You need to not have the empty carrot and the empty milk and the empty bread. You need to be able to find where the good stuff is that you can actually physiologically be rebuilt from. Um, um, so, yeah, there's processing food, turning it from some natural food into a processed product, which obviously is pretty much categorically detrimental. Um, and then there's like, okay, it's still real food, but it's relatively weak in comparison to what it could be. So let's find the better stuff. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's a long ramble, but hopefully. No, you're right on yeah. point. And I, and I, I want to go one, one level deeper on that. You know, I have a very personal story about that. 
it's not just about, you know, dying younger or older. It's about the quality of your life at the end of your life. And my dad just passed away recently with osteoporosis, broken back, all these health issues. And because of the way he was eating, I was trying to help him eat better. He wouldn't. So I watched him suffer for a year and a half. Yeah. And he didn't have to. There's a lot of people who are suffering and don't have to. It's it's really, I mean. Sorry. But... No, 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 don't be, nothing to be sorry about. This is real. This is the real deal. It's the real deal. That's the real deal. So yeah, about health, we're talking about longevity and quality of life as well. We're not just talking about longevity. Well, that's the real thing is like, like, what's the level of capacity you have to positively affect reality? Or are you just a, a burden on the system? And, you know, are you willing to like stand up and say, I want to actually be a, you know, a, a positive, a positive force in the world? And um, I really think it's really hard to be positive if your vitality is low. If your vitality is low, you can't, you can't be the person you want to be. It's like, you know, it's a foundational dynamic. So I can totally attest to that. I've been through extreme sickness and weakness in the past couple of years uh, due to bad habits, bad eating habits, bad health habits in general. I went through a bad marriage. And I rebuilt my health. And I'll tell you what, the amount of energy and, and focus and vitality I have today compared to what I was a year and a half ago is yes. dramatically different. Dramatically different. There's no, there's, it's, it, it's massive. As yeah. long as you're going to be alive, why the hell not? I wake up happy every day. <laughs> every single day, even when you're challenges ahead. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and we're just talking about food here. We are not talking about emotions and relationships and, and thought patterns and all that kind of stuff, which are all obviously part of the puzzle. Um, and childhood traumas and generational trauma. And I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that we got to deal with, but it's going to help you face all the rest of it if you got a little bit of vigor and vitality in here. <laughs> right on, man. Right on, dude. <laughs>